good day and welcome to Holding Fast, another opportunity that we have today, by God's grace, to be able to gather around the listening device that you're currently using for your day, and we're opening the Word of God and taking the opportunity to refresh our thinking and to renew our minds according to the Word of God and to get our lives anchored in the principles and the teaching of the Word of God. We're returning today to Philippians chapter 3, and I hope that you're Uh, have access to that. But if not, you may be riding in your car right now. Please don't close your eyes, uh, but keep driving and watch out for those other people. There's a lot of nuts out there, and uh, we need to be uh, observant about what's going on around us. And so you just turn the volume up, and let's listen to this together as we meditate on the Word of God and uh, think on these things. We're back in Philippians chapter 3 this morning. I began to uh, give you thoughts regarding the Apostle Paul's motivating um, principles of life, things that really drove him, that increased his zeal and his passion for the living Lord Jesus Christ. It's what got him up every day. Uh, it's undoubtedly uh, true that there must have been times in the Apostle Paul's life, particularly as he served the Lord and went through some very difficult circumstances, whether he was beaten or whether he was shipwrecked and left in the ocean, whether he was stoned, a number of different uh, trials that he went through. And yet, I'm reflecting on that passage that's going through my mind right now, where he was stoned, dragged outside the city and left for dead. Uh, It might have been dead. I don't know. Uh, Some scholars think that that might have been the case. But as I reflect on that passage, I think, what must it have been like for him to get out of that pile of rocks and stand up, dust himself off, and maybe wipe the brow of his forehead with a rag to get the blood out of his eyes, uh, and yet turn right around and go back in and continue to preach the gospel and to be able to share with compassion the love of the living Lord Jesus Christ. That is something that you know must have been uh, motivated by a tremendous principle in his life. And he uh, reveals that in Philippians chapter 3, where he says that he is motivated to be able to serve the Lord because those things that he at one time had leaned on, those things that meant so much to him, uh, those things like his pedigree, where he was raised, who he was raised to be, his pedigree as being a Hebrew of Hebrews, uh, he was uh, uh, proud of that, and rightly so, but he was leaning on his pedigree, uh, the passion that he had to do what was wrong, in searching out believers and destroying them. His principles of being a a Pharisee of the Pharisee, his pedigree, his passion, and his principles are what used to drive him. Uh, He discovered became some, when he met Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, all of a sudden became nothing but garbage. They were not important to him anymore in the sense of leaning on them for his own right standing before God. All of a sudden, they weren't important. Uh, and people re- need to be reminded today that your church membership, 
that your Sunday school teaching, that your service for the Lord that you think is what gives you a right relationship with Jesus Christ simply is not the case. Paul discovered that, and we have to discover that too, that there should only be one love, only one passion, only one zeal, only one affection, only one real thing that we get up for every single day. As a believer in Jesus Christ, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 says that I may know him. The word know there means an experiential knowledge and understanding and awareness that comes from, only comes from, daily communion and fellowship with Christ, that I may know him that has echoes of John 17 and verse 3, in which Jesus in his prayer of intercession says, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee. This is Jesus' last prayer that he prayed before going to the cross. And this prayer was prayed for you and for me today. He prayed this for you. He knew that you would exist. He knew that you would be drawing breath today. Today in the year 2020, when we need to have uh, a reminder of the Lord Jesus' precious care for us. Jesus prayed for you today, driving in your car, sitting in your cubicle, being in your kitchen at home, wherever you are right now. He knew that you needed to know what this verse said. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, Jesus is praying, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. And then you turn to Philippians and Paul says that I may know him, Jesus Christ, and that I might know the power of his resurrection. The word power is dunamis, the dynamite, the, 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 the explosive power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. There is a liberating power that gave Jesus Christ victory over death. That's at work in your life today, if you're a disciple of his. And and I like that last phrase in verse 10, being made conformable unto his death. What does that mean? How can I be conformable unto his death? Uh, that's a reference to the redemptive passion of Christ for lost men. In other words, the, the Lord Jesus Christ demonstrated, exemplified, illustrated for you the, the wonderful passion, the zeal, the love that he has for lost men today. You know, that's what Paul wanted. That's what drove him. That's what motivated him. That's what caused him to get up out of the pile of rocks. That's what caused him to see through his sickness, to see through his disabling uh, thorn in the flesh that Satan had given to him, uh, that he prayed three times that God chose not by his grace to reveal, but uh, to remove, but instead used it to keep Paul humble and dependent 
and weak so that God could do great things through him because when we're weak, God's strong. Are you weak today? God's stronger and he's able to do what needs to be done in your life. What motivates you today that you may know him and the power of his resurrection Well, Pastor, how can I know Him? You know Him through Jesus Christ. How can I know Jesus Christ? You know Him through reading His Word. The Word became flesh and dwelled amongst men, that we have to trust Him. Will you do that today? Will you meditate on Christ? Get to know Him better. Read about Him. Listen, people read books about religion or read books about this leader or that leader. You need to read book. You need to read the book about Jesus Christ. And when you get to know Him and you discover His ministry and you see His love and His passion and His concern, then you're going to know the love of the Father and the fellowship of His sufferings be made conformable to his death, you're going to find yourself motivated to serve him and to be able to see beyond yourself, beyond your weaknesses, and more like the Savior. May God bless us today and help us to live for him. Be alert today. He has a mission for you, but you need to be prepared. God bless you. Know him today.